6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Right now, wanted to get into this, and I want to know your thoughts on snow clearing uh, where you are. If you live in the city of Edmonton, especially want to hear from you this afternoon at 780-496-0063. There's been a lot of concern raised. You know what? I've been getting emails. I've been getting DMs on Twitter. I've been getting text messages. People, you know, a little PO'd about the state of snow clearing in the city of Edmonton, how it's unfolded uh, this winter. We know that that phase two residential parking ban resumed on Monday and the city expects it to continue for about four weeks. As of a couple of days ago, crews had to remove snow from about 43% of residential areas. But in many areas, the snow clearing left behind massive windrows that were also causing some big issues. Our first guest this afternoon says the city's snow removal strategy needs to change. Tim Cartmel is city councillor for Ward Pahasawin. Tim, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much. Nice to hear from you. Are you, tra- nice are you trapped? In, are you trapped in your house by a massive windrow? <laughs> uh, no, I'm trapped in my house by a massive pandemic. But that's the same thing. I'm in my basement. So. Boy, oh boy! Um, just been seeing, uh, you know, from from the windrows to people just wondering what is going on and and you know why are we seemingly behind on this snow removal in the city of Edmonton seems to be an ongoing concern. You've been vocal about about the snow removal strategy in this city for years now. We are a winter city. Why can't we seem to get this right, Tim? I don't know. I don't know. And I, you know, I, I hear the frustration from, I hear it every winter, uh, maybe not as much last winter because we didn't have very much snow, but I, it's it's been a constant conversation. It doesn't seem to get any better. Their strategies shift and move. We layer policy on procedure, on process. Uh, and we end up in the same place. We're having this conversation every winter about why we can't seem to get it right. You have been on council now. This is, I think, your your second, third, second term now. I mean, you've been there as policy has changed. What do you witness when you're sitting around the table? What are the conversations like? And, you know, is it just a lot of head scratch and thinking, oh, okay, well, maybe this didn't work last time, so let's try this now? I think it I think it lives in partly in that this is my fifth winter on council if I can say it that way and it, and it's like I said I, it just seems to me that you know it's a it's a tweaking or a layering on a policy or process or you know we'll stop doing this and then do that but fundamentally it's not the same and you know I, I'm looking at a chart in front of me Jay Lynn here that talks about the priorities and talks about the service levels how many hours after a snowfall how uh, you know what the the service level is going to be how much we have budgeted and and we don't seem to be following that, you know, and, and, and just as, as one example, I'm not quite sure why we're doing residential blading right now in the first place. Uh, you know, uh, right now today, uh, well, I, I'll say right now yesterday, uh, when I was out on the roads, I was on arterial roads, I was on collector roads that are covered in snow. Uh, and it hasn't snowed for the better part of a week. And our policy mm-hmm. says those priority one and two roads get scraped down to bare pavement within 36 or 48 hours. Why are we on residential streets instead of on those priority one and two roads? I don't know. Well, 
You know, in the comment from uh, Andrew Grant, who's the city's general supervisor of infrastructure, he told reporters yesterday that his department is, quote, just trying to get ahead of problems that we can see in the spring, worried about rutting uh, in the roads. But, uh, yeah, you've got to deal with what's going on first. I was driving around, you know, last weekend, and I still couldn't believe um, how much snow, how much ice was still on some of those arterial roads. So do we need to start from, from scratch, Tim? Do we need to just start, you know, scrap what we've got and start all over? What does that look like to you? Well, I think I think maybe we need to do. I think we need to get down, go, perhaps go back to what is our fundamental goal here? You know, our, our fundamental goal is traction, traction for cars, traction for pedestrians, traction for people that are rolling on bikes or, or what have you. What does traction look like? What is a reasonable standard of being able to move around safely? And you know, and, and you know, when is the right? What is the right treatment for the condition that we've just experienced? So, uh, you know, we had freezing rain, you know, early in December. Uh, what was the right approach for that? Because you know, the roads were the residential roads for sure were like uh, curling rinks for the better part of a week. Uh, so part of it is what is the response, but part of it is. Why isn't that response more timely? Why can't we why can't we shift in a in a nimble and, and quick way to address the problem we have in front of us in a few days? Why is it a few weeks or or even a month and a half? You know, just going back to your comments that we're trying to get ahead of that, you know, that spring thaw where we get the oatmeal yeah. and we get the uh, the rutting. Well, okay, but do we need to do that in January? Why don't we do that in March? And part of the answer is is that it takes four weeks. Why does it take four weeks? So there's a layer of a, a layer, a number of layers of concerns and considerations here. I think, and that's why I think it's back to basics. You had uh, also suggested that uh, we don't, or you had said in an interview, uh, I think it was yesterday, that we don't have enough resources across the city to respond to snow events and to respond to the issues in, ti- in a timely manner. How do we change that? Well, I guess the first question is, how did we get there? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because from my understanding, uh, we had more trucks uh, on the road, uh, you know, instantaneously. If you said, how, tru- how many trucks are on the road right now? You asked that question five years ago, and there was more. So why the shift? Where have where have the trucks and the truck drivers gone? Uh, and some might say, you know, within the last few weeks that that's a COVID thing, but that doesn't explain the last five years. Mm-hmm. So has there been a reduction in on-road resources without, you know, with no change to the budget? Where has the shift taken place? So let's talk about that. And if there has been a shift, how do we reverse it? And if there's a need for more resources, then what does that look like? Is it more equipment? Is it different material? Is it, what is it? What is the cost? So, so Tim, I guess my question uh, to you now is, okay, so you've put this out there saying, you know, we need to start over. We need to take a a look at this and and, and do do a better job moving forward. We're talking about the resources. So what do you plan to do on this front? Where do you go with this from, from here? Well, I'm going to talk to my colleagues about just that question. You know, we have uh, the typical snow and ice uh, report that comes to us about the end of April, uh, and often that's delayed for a few weeks, so it comes in May. And I did hear someone make a comment earlier today about, you know, we, we talk about these things in, in April or May or June when it's sort of out, of out of mind, not top of mind, instead of talking about them right now when we're, uh, when we're, we're getting all of these complaints, all these emails, all these phone calls. So... Uh, perhaps we need to have uh, a real thorough conversation about that. I, you know, I also think, Jaylin, that the part of this is the process of, of council and committee and administration. Right now, it's uh, 
you know, it's a pretty formal and pretty slow-moving process, right? You move a motion that comes to committee, that goes to council, and by the time we actually have the conversation, even if I say I want to start it today, by the time we actually have it, it's weeks away. So do we need to stand up some sort of a task force? Do we need uh, do we need some sort of combined councillor admin committee that's going to you know dive deep into these issues and, and try to get a, a you know a, a set of actions that for once and for all will be the actions that that uh, meet with the satisfaction of our constituents. You know, um, maybe talk. I think we need maybe to talk process. to the. Maybe talk to the boots on the ground, the people out there who are actually doing the snow clearing. Maybe they have some ideas. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I've had those conversations, which is where I go back to the comment of, uh, of uh, we seem to have less trucks uh, on the roads than we used yeah. to have on the roads, right? Uh, you know, so uh, where from here? Lots We've got to get somewhere. On. Yeah. All right. You know what, Tim? I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. We'll be watching this close, and I know a lot of folks around uh, the capital certainly will be watching it. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Always appreciate your time. Thanks for the opportunity. Take care. Yeah. Tim Cartmel is uh, Edmonton City Councillor for Ward uh, Pihesa Wynn.